afternoon or good evening, depending on when you are tuning in. You are listening to the official SQL Audio Experience, a podcast to help you become a better marketer. I'm your host, Brandon Mize. I'm here with my co-host, Matt Voss. And today, we are diving into the 101 of SEO. So stay tuned. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us today. Um, Today, we're talking about SEO, which is search engine optimization is the definition of that. That has evolved very Mm. drastically over the course of its existence. Um, That's putting it nicely, Matt. Yeah, well, (laughs) it's it's a beast that uh, a lot of people don't know really even exists. Um, So, like, you think yourself... The most common thing people think of, I run a business and I've got a website and I've got a couple of social channels. That's it, right? Mm, yeah, your your presence is there, but is it running and is it working the way it's supposed to? Can people find you? Mm-hmm. And that's just literally the scratching the surface of how to explain. Um, There's so many back-end things. So can you walk me through SEO? I gave a definition and yep. a high level, but can you walk me through what is that one, what the 101 level things that we need to be thinking about when it comes to SEO? Yeah, I mean, I, we could dive right in, but I mean, basically what we're trying to accomplish is when someone goes on to Google, Bing, Yahoo, DuckDuckGo, whatever you're mm-hmm. using as a search engine, uh, computer, mobile website, tablet, we are trying to make sure that when they search for terms relevant to our business, we are ranking as high as we can on page one results of that search. Mm-hmm. Again, doesn't matter what search engine because it's all kind of the same. Google is your powerhouse. Most people are using uh, Google search. Mm-hmm. So if someone is looking for a dentist in your area, they may search something like dentist in Nashville search. And you're going to get a page full, probably three or four pages full of dentists that are going to populate right away. Mm-hmm. And the ranking is first starting at the top of the page, second, third, fourth, and so on. Usually sure. they house at least about seven to eight, sometimes 10 uh, total rankings for the first page. So your goal as a business is to get on page one. That's mm-hmm. that premier real estate. That means that more likely when someone is doing a simple search, like I just mentioned, um, they're gonna they're gonna land on you. Yep. That is not a specific search. Like if I'm looking for, I want to make this name up, a Dr. Jenkins dentist mm-hmm. in Nashville. If I type that in, it is highly likely. Even if you have the worst SEO tactics in the world, your business will pop up, or at least a relevant article about sure. you on page one. Sure. That's a little different than what we're talking about. The average consumer, especially someone who is in need right right away right in this moment Mm -hmm. they are going to use very um, generic search terms like i I first mentioned uh, dentist nashville Mm -hmm. Um, so those are the folks you're wanting to get in front of but as we talk about tactics i think first it's it maybe it's better to explain to you that there is no overnight magic bullet for seo it Mm -hmm. is a long game here Uh, i've heard a lot of people talk about it as a marathon as opposed to a sprint. And I think that's somewhat of a good analogy. There are definitely some sprint like tactics you can take, but it is a marathon because your competitors are likely taking similar tactics. If not, uh, you know, working with paid, uh, service providers to increase their SEO performance. So, um, well, that's, that's that's the goal. Yeah, that's, that's the goal. And that definitely is, that gives us the nuts and bolts of what, what is occurring and how it, how it kind of mechanics of how it works. 
what about some meat and potatoes of how that actually occurs on that backside? I'll give you just a, a little bit of insight on kind of some of the experience where smaller businesses will utilize these do-it-yourself platforms mm-hmm. um, that, you know, GoDaddy has their own website builder, and then there's like Wix and Squarespace that are some pretty top performers where a lot of people will go to as the do-it-yourself, drag-and-drop kind of build platform. And a lot of those have tools that are built in in the background that you don't even know are running that try to help that with pulling from the things that you type on the page. But when you're talking about from a business standpoint, what are some of those main aspects that are the things that Google's kind of looking for or, you know, Bing, whoever, the search engine, what what are those things that they're looking when they're crawling your website trying to say, where does this belong on the Internet? What are some of those things that that, you know, that's being looked at? So before we get into optimizing your website, which is the tagging, which is directly related to the crawling um, that Google does Mm -hmm. periodically, I want to first say that think about your performance for SEO in terms of quality. And even Google references this as a quality score Mm -hmm. to help with ranking. Now, quality is based on a few things. One, it's going to crawl your site for the tagging that we'll mm-hmm. get to in just a moment. But two, it's going to be measuring how relevant the information on your website is mm-hmm. to the search terms you are claiming you want to be associated with. True. So that when people land on your website, Google is measuring how long did they stay? Mm-hmm. How many pages did they visit? And did they interact with any of your interaction-based whether it's sure. a button, a checkout, or a, you know, subscribe for more, contact us, whatever yeah. that is, Google's measuring all of those things to give basically a full score mm-hmm. for your website. Yeah. So Google's looking at was my site responsive, meaning did it load quickly? If this person was on mobile versus a de- desktop, did this person stay more than thirty seconds? If they didn't, then they likely landed on the page, realized mm-hmm. they didn't like what they saw, and got out of here <laughs> quick. Or they stayed and hung out. If you can get people to stay over a minute on your website, that's a mm-hmm. that's a great boost for your quality score, right? Okay. Yep. And then, did they do anything while on your website? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a twofold. That is, did they stay on your website and click a button, fill something mm-hmm. out? That's one, which is the most impactful. But two is when they left your site, did they continue down the rabbit hole for? related search terms? Mm -hmm. Did they go to a competitor's site? What did they do thereafter? So Google is also looking and measuring those things as well. But overall, you want the highest quality score possible Mm -hmm. because Google will put the higher quality score websites at the front of their list when it comes to displaying relevant search terms. So the better quality Mm -hmm. you can provide, the better chances you're going to move up those rankings on search-related pages. That sounds very uh, overwhelming to maybe <laughs> someone that, that wouldn't be uh, very tech-savvy mm-hmm. or code or web you know website building. If you're utilizing one of those kind of do-it-yourselfers, mm-hmm. uh, this, this experience uh, that you craft with that platform uh, can be, can be a little tedious. It can be, you know, what do I, how do I create an, a rich, engaging experience? Um, and you have to really take it as what, what is it that you're trying to achieve here? You know, are you trying to inform and sell and get someone to call you or fill out a web form? You know, you have to make that experience that when they come to your page, 
it's you know I've I've seen pages where it's like okay great there's a picture and some text on here but it doesn't really help me it doesn't really do what I need it to do so yes I would leave that site and then continue on my search so you don't want to be that site you want to be a, a place that is imagine yourself in the customer's position that you you know of your own business so they know of you but maybe they don't know about all your products they don't know about how to get in touch with you so think of that experience when you're crafting the site as a whole uh, maybe from square one kind of think about that where is it that you want your customer to go what do you want them to do what ultimately do you want them to be able to accomplish being on your site do you want them just simply to be informed educated do you want them to engage like you have to you have to really think about all those aspects and that can be that can be a little a little tedious to think think through uh, but there are ways of simplifying that explanation to basically just say you know imagine them walking through your door if you're if you're a, a business you know someone new walks through your door you're not just gonna let them stand there and just like <laughs> okay they've got lights and pictures on the wall you're gonna go greet them and ask them what they want and try to help what they they need so imagine that person in a virtual sense walking through your door you don't know what it is that they need so you come up with a few different scenarios of the most common questions and you try to answer those on your home page where okay great you need this item great here's a video about it or here's an explanation maybe there's more information on the next page like just think about that from that an aspect of a virtual customer walking through your door that they kind of know why they're there maybe they're slightly browsing but they're obviously there for a reason you know mm -hmm. when when i worked in retail i had a manager explain to me you know yes go up to them and see what they need and most of the time they're going to ask you that or tell you that they're just browsing which is fine they're allowed to say that but something mm -hmm. brought them in yeah you know I, I worked at best buy through college um and you know i was back in the tvs and someone's back there looking at TVs even if they're not interested to to buy something today my manager explained it to me very well which is what stuck with me is something brought them in to want to go and stare at these TVs they either were just wanting to know what's available or they're wanting to see if the price is something that they can afford or want to save towards or they're a, a customer right now and they're just trying to decide which one they want to buy something brought them in and on a virtual site, it's exactly the same. Something got them to your site. They're searching for something that brought them to your page. Answer those questions. You yeah, know? That, that, that's, a, that's a great point. I think you landed it very well. You know, we've looked at a lot of data and ultimately what a consumer digitally is doing online is one of two things. They're educating themselves or they're evaluating possible service or product providers mm -hmm. educating or evaluating that's all they're doing so if you can just stick to two things for building content on your website because i think that's where we're leaning here now as mm -hmm. we're getting into the content discussion content on your website needs to be doing those two things alone mm -hmm. it is educating them on your product your service the differentiation why you mm -hmm. why your brand and two helping them evaluate quicker Mm -hmm. Meaning, let's say they came to the table, they've already visited a couple of other providers. Mm -hmm. You need to either sell against yeah, or talk about in dramatic fashion how much better their lives will be mm -hmm. because they chose you, right? Yeah. So that's your that's kind of your sell, your conversion point there. But sure. 
as we talk about content relating to SEO, if we're going back to Dentist Nashville search, Mm -hmm. right? Content on your page needs to have terminology, phraseology, using those terms. Dr. Jenkins is a dentist of blah, blah, blah in Nashville, Tennessee. He, 20 years experience, all these great things about being a dentist in Nashville. That needs to be in there first and foremost because that relates the terminology that was in the search term by mm-hmm. the customer to what they landed on on your website. Again, going back to Google is measuring that yep. for quality score. Mm-hmm. Okay, And then when it comes to crawling, which I think is what we were also teeing up there, crawling is the process by which Google will send literally... I think they even call them spiders. I don't know what they're... Little bot. Yeah. Little bots, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, they will crawl every piece of content. And as we say content, we're, we're talking about copy, text, and visuals. So mm-hmm. video or photography. And it will look for, categorically, your copy. It will read just as is. Mm-hmm. But your visuals, it will look to see if you have tagged them appropriately for SEO. Mm-hmm. So let's give an example of if you see on this dentist site a photo of a dentist doing an oral procedure and you've got a couple of uh, technicians in that photo as well someone's Mm -hmm. up in the chair Um, it could be a beautiful photo but if you don't tag it Mm -hmm. google doesn't read it sure they just see blank photo yep okay so on the back end of your site when you're building that if you're using one of those easy template builders that you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. you will have the opportunity to go in there and create tags. Mm-hmm. And the tagging is where you use one of two things. You very clearly report what is in the visual mm-hmm. in your tagging, but then you also are going to be using search-related key terms mm-hmm. that could, again, be relevant to people trying to find your product or service. So you might you know, put a whole bunch of tags in there that could mm-hmm. be... <laughs> Teeth pulling, crowns, veneers, like you name yeah. it, white teeth whitening, teeth cleaning, oral height. Like you can just go to town on that. Yeah. Google will crawl that visual and be like, oh, it's relevant to all these search terms. Mm-hmm. Guess what? I'm going to remember that information. And the next time someone types in teeth whitening Nashville, mm-hmm. I'm going to take them to Dr. Jenkins' page. Yeah. Right? So. That's what we're talking about as far as having your content optimized to be crawled by the system. Yep. And Google normally does that every 48 hours for for sites that don't produce much content. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. If you start updating your content, like maybe you have a blog page on your website. Yeah. Maybe you're adding new videos to your website often and you're tagging those. Google will start to crawl your website more often. Mm -hmm. I've even seen at some points where Google crawl very active websites every 12 hours interesting and those folks move up the ladder a lot quicker because google says they're posting relevant content they're tagging it the way we like to see it so that we can read it with our bots Mm -hmm. and three they're constantly posting new information new visuals new content that could be relevant to search so we're going to come back here with our bots more often. Mm-hmm. And, oh, by the way, we like this guy because he he plays by all the rules and he makes it for very sure. easy for customers searching for his service to find him. So there's some very interesting, hard things to, to, to take away from that. Just, I mean, there's so much that's, that's a, it's a lot of work that, that when I'm putting myself in that person's, you know, I'm putting myself in Dr. Jenkins' 
uh, mind right here. One, when I upload a photo of myself to my website, make sure that it's not labeled, you know, six, seven, four, three, eight, seven, <laughs> you know, make sure the photo's titled Dr. Jenkins. So that's, that's very helpful. That that's a very easy, you know, executable item. Um, but then the thing that, that sticks out to me is the, oh boy, is the, um, keeping my content fresh. And, Mm -hmm. you know, when I'm Dr. Jenkins, I'm thinking I want to build a site and I want to get it up there, but then I just want people to be able to find me and I don't want to have to, and that, that where I think is, is going to be the most common, uh, aspect where small businesses think and, and definitely do it's, it's important to build that site, build it right, have all the right tagging, um, listing of all the, all the photos. But when it comes to constantly thinking about updating your site, Oh, that's, that just sounds like a lot. They build it and they walk away. Mm-hmm. And even if they build it right the first time, mm-hmm. first off, great job in building it right, but you can't just leave it alone. Mm-hmm. So there are certain little tactics, tricks of the trade that you can, you know, implement that can help you seem like you're posting new relevant information, right? So I mentioned a blog page, but an, you could have a newsfeed page or an industry updates page, and you can be pulling feeds from straight from Google search, relevant articles. You can even have some moderation built into that and it will publish those articles on your site Mm -hmm. as you know, what's happening today in dentistry. And it might be a relevant article and Google will crawl that. It will see that you're publishing new content. It'll give you some points. It's not going to be as many points as it is for organic content. That is, is truly from your business, but it does help you in those Mm -hmm. instances, right? Um, I think the only thing that we haven't really talked about in an intro course yet to SEO is backlinks. Mm. That's a trickier one because it's, it's, uh, you know, it, you, when you tie it back to like social media, you could think of, you know, commenting and, and liking on different pages, but backlinks are different because, you know, you as a, as an, as a, let's just continue to use Mr. Jenkins, um, <laughs> Dr. Jenkins, sorry, DDS. Uh, or DDO is it DDO or DDS? I don't remember. Um, it's a lot of initials. Yeah. Um, so, in a medical field, that could be a little easier. You could write a little, you know, article for a journal or whatever mm-hmm. and submit that. But you know, a uh, uh, florist website for a, a flower company. Yep. You know, how do I get backlinks? Because I'm not going to write any articles about my bouquet of, of flowers. So, you know, that for some some businesses, it's mm-hmm. it's real quick and easy to think about where you could engage on other sites and other other uh, locations online to be able to send them to your website. But maybe I mean, maybe even before we dive into that, explain what a backlink is, mm-hmm. and then kind of you know walk us through that that aspect of how do we execute on that. Yeah. So a backlink really is any live URL to your website that has been posted somewhere else online other than your site, mm-hmm. meaning you're in a directory. Uh, I think Angie's List is a, is a great you know thing like that. Yelp, uh, Google Reviews, whatever it is, mm-hmm. that links directly back to your uh, website. It could be social related. Again, mm-hmm. someone could be on Facebook or, or Instagram, something like that, and post content and then literally drop your link in there. As long as it's a live clickable URL mm-hmm. that will redirect traffic to your site, that's considered a backlink. So Google really values backlinks. And when mm-hmm. you go to a paid service, like when someone says, I want help with my SEO, how can you help me? What you're paying for in that service is for that provider to go and find 
all the places they can to create backlinks for you. And sometimes that's on the big players, like we we mentioned the the Yelp, any of the review pages, because mm-hmm. those are weighted a little heavier by Google. Um, but also those could be network partners. So now you're you're showing up in registries and all kinds of lists over and over. And and the quality of these lists aren't so much the focus. It's whether or not these lists are deemed by Google and some of these other mm-hmm. search engines as being relevant mm-hmm. lists, right? So you're seeing service pro- providers for SEO constantly trying to find new lists and get new partnerships yeah. so they can keep posting these backlinks over and over. What we do at SQL, which is a, a whole different route of that, is we help our businesses on the content production side. Mm-hmm. So whether or not that's written copy or visual copy, making fresh new updates on the websites and we grow you organically. Now, I would say both probably take the same amount of time mm-hmm. and probably cost the same uh, like from a, an actual service perspective. But I would encourage you always to publish your organic content that you develop or someone develops on your behalf mm-hmm. because it's weighted so much more by Google. So if you want to get to that first page, you want to get into that top three maybe is mm-hmm. that might be your goal and you want to stay there, that's how you fight off the competitors because you Mac could pay links. your way to page one, you could pay your way maybe to top five, mm-hmm. but you're probably not getting in that top three slot unless you are producing your own content on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And most people, owners and operators of businesses that we work with don't have the time to do that. Yeah. That's why service providers exist. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't feel bad about that. Just Just understand that it is pretty necessary. For sure. And it, it don't don't get too bogged down with the idea of thinking that this needs to be a constant undertaking in a mm-hmm. website um, design aspect of saying I need to create this site. If you haven't already, create the site, do this work, tag it. Now I got to get it to show up somewhere else. You know, <laughs> obviously you want to show up on Google and Google Maps and Yelp, and you want some reviews. It's a lot of work, yeah. and don't just think that you can't just do it yourself you absolutely can mm-hmm. do it yourself yep. and there are agencies like so many of of uh the companies out there that specialize in SEO yep. that work on just backlinks or work on just making sure that your reviews are top notch yep. or you know like us making sure that your content is top tier content mm-hmm. um but you don't have to go down that route of just paying you absolutely can do it yourself there is a level of moving the needle, if you will, that doesn't take so much time away from your business that mm-hmm. it's not valuable. It will be valuable, and yes, it is possible for you to, to think that aspect. So we hope that you guys found some value in that discussion about SEO. The main point is to think about your site getting its own quality ranking from Google. There are certainly tactics that you can implement right away free of charge. It is going to take you some time, Mm -hmm. but it's going to be very impactful for the long run of your business. And if you need to bring in a service provider, don't feel bad about that. That is definitely something that's going to help alleviate you from the monotony of that. And you can focus on the things that are important for your business. Yep. Good luck, guys. Land on that page one. See you later. later. Bye.